0: This is the Patient Revenue Podcast, presented by ClearWave. Welcome back to another episode of the Patient Revenue Podcast, presented by ClearWave. I'm your host, Matt Harrell. In today's episode, we're talking about the revenue impact of improving the patient experience. We caught up with Daniel Chatham, Clinical Systems Manager at Southview Medical Group. And you won't want to miss what Daniel had to say was the biggest unexpected benefit of using patient self-service check-in for their practice. It's about three quarters of the way through. Make sure you don't miss it. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Daniel as much as I did. So let's jump right in. Thanks for, for joining us. And you know I think a great precursor to our content today would be a little bit of background on Southview, Southview Medical Group. Do you mind sharing a little background with our audience? Sure,
1: um, Southview Medical Group is a multi-specialty practice um, in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, we have several different disciplines. We have the bulk of our uh, physicians are internal medicine. We have cardiology dermatology, endocrinology, gastro, and infectious disease. Um, so we're a pretty big practice. We see anywhere from seven to 800 patients a day, um, all in one location, but on multiple floors. Um, so you, you, know, you can imagine how busy that it is constantly, um, and also you know, how much is actually going on during the check-in process with that many patients coming um, in through the building.
0: Absolutely. Definitely really busy. Uh, no, no doubt. So, Danny, when we first connected, you gave us an overview of the front desk and the waiting room experience and what that was like a few years ago. Uh, I believe the phrase that you used was we had lines out the door and and that painted, you know, a, a really vivid picture for me, without having ever, you know, in foot in one of your locations at that point in time, obviously. And, and I bet there are folks, you know, watching now that, that know exactly kind of what that experience looks like, feels like, sounds like. Um, would you share a, a little more with our audience uh, about the challenges and opportunities, uh, what those look like, and, and some of the problems you set out to solve? Sure. Uh, so, in one of our locations or one of our floors,
1: which is our busiest one, um we do see about three hundred patients a day on that floor um and they all check in in the same spot and So, what we noticed in our waiting room is pretty large, but what we noticed is you know we didn't have enough chairs, we didn't have enough room uh lines were you know running into each other, and lines were going out the door um and you know that wasn't what we wanted to see and so uh we had you know multiple receptionists at the front checking these people in um but it's a process it's a process whenever you're verifying uh insurances whenever you're verifying copays you're making sure that everything is right um you're trying to collect past due balances all that kind of stuff that's going on at one time um and with that many patients in there you know it can get really loud um it can get hectic um and we just we we noticed that as a problem um not just the management team noticed that um, but the doctors noticed that as well. Um, and we just, you know, got together to figure out what's, how can we fix this? Um, I think that, you know, the patient, the, the front desk experience, you know, really sets the tone for a, a patient's visit at the doctor's office. Um, and we weren't doing a good job of setting a positive tone because by the time the patient got to the doctor, uh, after going through the front desk area, you know, they were kind of already over it. Um, you know, they were aggravated um from having to wait in line. You know, they'd already driven all the way over here, um, went through the parking deck, which is, you know, a disaster in itself at most places, um, and then have to come up there and stand in line and, and be fearful of missing appointments or being late for their appointments or feeling rushed because we know we're trying to get them back as quickly as possible. But there's just so much stuff to go over during that check-in process. Um and we just we didn't do a good job at it because there was just so many factors that were playing into it, um, mostly the volume the volume of patients that were coming through that area
0: yeah, and then the the other thing I think you mentioned in our earlier discussion was uh, the 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 collection of copays and past due balances was that something that you you had talk tracks for your staff to try to do that at the the point of check in?
1: Yeah, so we we try, we that was the goal is to do those things at the point of check-in. Um, you know, the issue is, though, number one, you know, these are receptionists. They're not bill collectors. And it sometimes was, I mean, it could be very awkward for them. They didn't always feel comfortable asking for past due balances. But also, I mean, that's money that's owed. Like, we want to collect that. And so we struggle with that, um, you know, from the receptionist standpoint. Uh, the patients didn't, you know, love being asked for past due balances at the front desk, and because of the volume of, you know, the amount of patients that we had up there, and it it could be loud, and so you have these receptionists who are having to, you know, try to speak over all of the the stuff going on, and, um, you know, it can be embarrassing to the patient because the patient feels like everybody around them can hear that they owe a hundred dollars or two thousand dollars or whatever they owe. Um, and again, we weren't collecting a lot of money on that because the patients, you know, they were aggravated about it. The receptionists didn't always feel comfortable asking for it. Um, and so, again, that was a driving force too, for us to kind of figure out what's a good solution for this. What What's going to help us expedite the process, what's going to increase our patient satisfaction, but what's also going to increase our revenue. Um, and we didn't realize we needed all of those things at the same time, it was kind of, you know, build on each other. Um, And then we definitely didn't know that we were going to find a company that was able to take care of all of those things for us.
0: Got it. I think that's a a great segue in terms of, you know, I think you've painted a great picture here of what that current state was, some of the things that your team was challenged with. Um, In terms of setting out to solve some of those problems can you tell us a little bit about kind of what some of your main priorities were
1: sure uh the biggest priority is we wanted that waiting room not to be full we didn't want people lined up out the door that was the biggest thing um we wanted that process to be quicker we wanted to get the patients back to the doctor faster um we wanted to kind of optimize our efficiency we wanted to um just have a more streamlined Process. We, you know, while all the receptions are trained the same way, that doesn't mean they always do things the same way. And so things might not have been congruent with one receptionist to another if somebody was floating up there. And so we wanted more structure. We wanted more, um, you know, set ways uh, of that process. Um, and then also, you know, we wanted to increase our patient satisfaction by decreasing our patient's frustration. Um, and I think, you know, pretty quickly, actually, um, when we implemented ClearWave, we were able to see um, that we were reaching our
0: goals pretty immediately. That's that's great. And, it, you know, we, um, we pulled a couple of, of stats here that I thought were pertinent to our discussion here. You know, the, the first one I'll, I'll call out that says essentially two in five, 40% of patients express that they're frustrated before they even get to their provider. I think you touched on that uh, a little bit. I'm curious. Um, I'm sure you hear that from the patient side. Did you all ever get that feedback from providers that, Hey, we need to solve, uh, you know, this, this check-in problem because patients are already frustrated by the, by the time they get back uh, to get the service that they're looking to, to get that day.
1: Yeah. So, you know, by the time the patient gets back there uh, to the doctor, you know, uh, they can be pretty flustered. Um, And, you know, that can be reflected through uh, their time with the doctor. It can be reflected through their vital signs. You know, why is this patient who normally has normal blood pressures, all of a sudden this blood pressure is a little bit high. Well, because they just had a terrible experience at the front desk um, because they stood in line for 20 minutes um, in a super loud room with, you know so much going on and then they got up to the front and they were asked for a you know money and and you know all of those things um so you know I think that's kind of a a, a broad answer but specifically um you know the providers have been pleased with the with how quickly that the patients are getting back to them um and they're getting appointments, you know, you may have an appointment at 10 30 and generally patients are going to come in early for their appointments. So doctors are able because the process is so much faster, they're able to see the patient before the actual appointment time, which helps them to not get behind through the day, uh, which helps them to not be so overwhelmed at one time, uh, the doctor himself or herself. Um, So you know we've heard positive feedback from the providers about that. Um, And you know, I think the patients also kind of see just that it's such an easier process and they don't dread having to go through the check-in process like they did before because of all the the external factors that were going on
0: fantastic and you know the the second stat here around you know really i think it's around increasing patient expectations but but curious of your perspective the stat says essentially one in two patients uh, expect the ability to pre-check in and, and sort of do some of that administrative work before they even get to the practice and or really get focused on why they're there for that visit. Was that part of the consideration when you were looking for ways to solve uh, this, this check-in problem? Yeah.
1: So I think, you know, we are living in a time, you know, that generations are becoming a little bit more advanced in technology and have different expectations um, and you know while we do have a large uh, or we have a, a large population of different age groups um, but we have a lot of younger people and I think that they ex they expect this kind of stuff you know they're they're living in a high-tech world they're they you know they're heating stuff in the microwave because it it's fast. They're going to fast food restaurants because it's fast. They're on their phones because it's fast and convenient. Um, and when they come to the doctor's office, they want to be able to come in and and, and and do it fast. They don't, they're not wanting to spend a lot of time up here doing stuff that they don't think that matters, such as filling out paperwork or updating demographic. And while we at the doctor's office understand why it's important, they don't always do. And it, they kind of see it as kind of a wasteful moment. And so, uh, you know, the ability for those patients to be able to get as much done as possible prior to their visit. Um, We didn't expect that we would see that much of a response, uh, but we did, we saw a really good response to that. And also that helped add to how quickly they got through the front area. Um, And, you know, our patients have been pleased with that process. Um, We don't get complaints about having to do it at home. They like it, they feel comfortable doing it on their own device they feel comfortable doing it on their own computer versus coming in here having to do it on the kiosk. Um, and, you know, it just, it's pretty swift and, and the, the process actual uh, thing on the the app that, or the link that they use to fill out the information, it's super easy, it's very self-intuitive. Um, you don't need a lot of instructions and that, you know, they appreciate that. they They're, they're a, a little bit more, I think, of an independent group who wants to do things on their own and doesn't want somebody um standing over and doing it for them and i think that this kind of allows them
0: to do that absolutely we we hear that that same feedback frankly from from many of our clients and and really following the the, the line of thought that you had there where younger patients expect that that type of experience And older patients, while they may not have done that before, they're fiercely independent, and they 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 want to do it themselves. Um, But before we get into sort of some of the results that you've seen and kind of what the experience looks like to date, I I was curious um, before you you know as the slide alludes to here, implemented a patient self-service pre-check and check-in solution. Were there other things that your team tried to kind of help solve this check-in problem?
1: Yeah, so when we decided that we wanted to do something different, um, you know, we kind of reached out to a, um, our vendor, our um, EMR vendor to kind of see, you know, what ideas do y'all have? What what are some suggestions that you have? So that, you know, we could also help uh, utilize our EMR to the its maximum capabilities. Um, so we were able to kind of get something going uh to do um insurance eligibilities more quickly and more accurately without having, you know, individual live person do it. Um and what we learned through that process, and, and they were gonna do check-in and help us with that and and just kind of do very similar to what ClearWave was doing. But the issue that we found is that wasn't really their their baby, you know, their baby was the EMR. Um, and I think that they just didn't understand the process as well as somebody who only does that. Um, and so we we were faced with a lot of struggles with that, but we also were very discouraged because we kind of thought our expectations might be too high or our expectations might be unrealistic um, because they just weren't able to deliver. And I think over time, we just learned that it wasn't necessarily that they couldn't deliver. They just didn't know how um which kind of led us to you know seeking out other avenues um because it's 2023 like there had to be a way you know there had to be a way to to do all the things that we wanted um and so then that's kind of what led us to clearwave
0: great well uh i think a great segue to i think what is my my favorite slide um because the you know the the picture that you painted earlier about the your your previous state patient experience, I think is so, it's such a stark contrast to some of the things that your team has been able uh, to accomplish from a, a patient engagement perspective, check-in perspective, collections, et cetera. Um, would you mind walking our, our audience through this slide and some of the things, again, that your team has been able to accomplish? Sure.
1: Yeah, so this is, uh, you said this is your favorite slide. This is my favorite thing to talk about because it has been exactly night and day um, from uh, pre-implementation of ClearWave until now. Um, We don't have people lined up out the door. Um, We don't have loud waiting rooms. Um, We don't have packed waiting rooms because people are waiting so long. Um, And we were able to see those results pretty quickly. and, you know, the the younger people came in and they didn't have any problems with it. They were just, you know, bam, 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 right through, loved it. Um, there were some challenges with some of our older patients, um, but we were excited to know and to see that they weren't, you know, they weren't opposed to it. They just needed some guidance. Um, and so now we're pretty much a, a 100% check-in at the kiosk facility with this many patients coming through us there are a couple of areas that we don't have kiosks in um but for the most you know the larger areas that we're seeing the most patients through we have the kiosk and and um like it's it's been super beneficial but again we did immediately see results from that The, the patients you know really quickly um just did it like it wasn't we didn't have to convince them uh we didn't have to beg them they just did it and i think that they have become more familiar with it because they're seeing it in their other doctor's offices too. Um, In the hospital, when they go in for some type of surgery, they're checking in on kiosks. When they go to admissions at the hospital, they're checking in on kiosks. They're checking themselves out at grocery stores. Um, They're, you know, they're doing all of these um, things already, but now they're doing it at the doctor's office. We one of the things and I've I've told you this before, and this is to me the most mind blowing thing of it all is whenever we met with y'all initially, um, our salesperson, you know, went through all the spiel and and he told us about the process and what the things that we were going to expect. And one of the things that he talked about was y'all are going to collect so much past due balance. Um, And the whole time I did everything but roll my eyes on the camera because I thought this joker is just trying to sell us a product. Like to the point to where I really was kind of mentally checked out because I kind of got aggravated that he even brought that up. Like, because I just felt like he was being a salesman um, and I didn't want a salesman. I wanted somebody who's gonna be honest with me, um, but we, we went with it um, and we started seeing an increase in our past due balances. We started seeing an increase in people not skipping over their copays. Um and that was more immediate than the the waiting room issue you know we saw an increase in those past due balances and copays more quickly than we saw a less crowded waiting room because people were just doing it they were checking in it was telling them that they had this past due balance it was telling them um that they had this copay and they didn't question it they just paid it um you know they weren't being told by a person That they owed this, they were they weren't being, and we didn't intentionally make people be uncomfortable talking about this. But most people generally are uncomfortable talking about that. Um, They weren't being made uncomfortable. Uh, They weren't being fearful that other people were hearing, and so they just paid it. Um, And so we immediately saw an increase in that, um, which, you know, I wanted to call the the salesman back and say, listen, I have been a complete jerk in my mind to you or about you because I thought you were just, you know. Telling us a bunch of junk, and it was true. Like he was legit, and I know that y'all know this because you've seen it. Um, but you know, for anybody out there who's interested in this product, whenever it gets to that part where where ClearWave is telling you that you will collect a lot of past due balances and copays, it is the absolute truth. The absolute truth. Um, and that was the biggest shocker to me through all of this. So. Well,
0: I. I appreciate you you sharing that and it's and it's interesting because we we do see it um quite often where the dynamic of asking for payments uh from a a personal level uh it's a it's just that it's a very very personal subject topic uh it's typically something that we hear from clients that staff doesn't love doing that's that's one of their least favorite jobs and therefore it also oftentimes doesn't happen, um, particularly, you know, depending on the, the, the circumstances and think of, you know, people dealing with serious illnesses. And, and then, you know, you've got to ask that that question that you dread about a past due balance. The great thing about self-service kiosk is that it, it does so privately uh, and it does so every time. And so you, you sort of get that every time prompt that that you, you just wouldn't get with a front desk staff person. And and instead that front desk staff uh, hopefully can focus on the things that they enjoy, which is interacting with the patients, making sure that they have what they need, which I think ultimately is what we, we as a collective and uh, those of us in healthcare are trying to achieve uh, anyway. So I appreciate you bringing that dynamic up. Um, so, uh, you know, and just to recap here, I mean, just want to say, uh, you know, again, really impressed by what you've been able to achieve. I mean, these check-in uh, numbers are, are truly best in class. And again, really stark contrast from the the, the scenario that you described at the onset. The, the other thing I was curious about Daniel, were you know you've got all of these great patient engagement collections metrics. Are there any other metrics that you've seen affected? Maybe things like uh, patient satisfaction scores, uh, in addition to the things that that you just shared?
1: Yeah. So on your your um, slide there, I noticed it talks about um, the average patient check-in time. Um, and I think that's directly related to our patient satisfaction, um, where their check-in time before ClearWave, you know, was eight to nine minutes per person because they were manually having to give this information, waiting on someone to manually type that information in, someone to scan their insurance card, somebody to scan their um, their driver's license, somebody to, you know, scan their uh, their, credit card and, and put in that information so they could give them a receipt and all those kind of things. Like that was a timely process, checking eligibility, checking to see, you know, what the copay is. Um, and again, eight to nine minutes per person, sometimes longer, depending on, you know, do they owe money? Do they do they have an outstanding balance, that kind of stuff. And um, I think that this, this slide here says that our average patient check-in time now is less than two minutes. So, you can imagine how much better the patient's mindset is leaving the check in area than it was before because we've just cut out over i mean a huge amount a huge chunk um and so that that number right there is absolutely uh related to our increase in our patient's satisfaction um because I think I mentioned earlier too, like the front area just sets the tone for everything that happens after that, and you know we've changed the tone at the front um, and the patients recognize that. And we definitely see that as well.
0: That's great. Thanks for, thanks for sharing that. Um, to, to to wrap us up here. Uh, I, I was curious when you think about this, this journey over the last couple of years from, you know, setting forth some of the goals that you mentioned earlier, how you wanted to improve the patient experience to um, you know some of the things you tried initially to ultimately landing on implementing a, a patient self-service check-in solution um, as we move to this last slide here are, are there a couple of things that you could impart for folks listening in today that uh, maybe things that they wish they had known um, or, or, or you wish you had known rather um, at the at the onset of this process
1: yeah so um number one, I mean, it's, it was so easy. Like nothing in healthcare is easy. Everything is complicated. Everything is, is, you know, just full of stuff to do and think about. Uh, But Clearwave kind of took all of the thinking and everything out of it for us. Um, We were able to, you know, we set a time uh, that we wanted to go live uh, and we went live. And it wasn't a, a phased process. It wasn't anything like that. We said, this is the day we're going live and we went live. And we started noticing pretty instantly again, the decrease in the in the wait time. We started seeing an increase in revenue, all of those kind of things. Um, we didn't expect that. We didn't expect it to be that easy. We thought we were gonna have to do a whole lot more. Um, one of the things, I, we probably could have mentioned this earlier, but one of the things that I think that also makes it so much easier is that ClearWave is constantly um, doing um, the eligibility checks for insurance. So we don't have somebody who's manually having to go in there and manually having to figure out if if their insurance stuff is correct or not, um, or what changes need to be made. ClearWave tells us, you know, ClearWave checks it. If it's not right, they tell us what's wrong. Um, And I mean, that was huge. There was just so many things that we didn't even really think about before we went live. That we learned after we went live, and it was kind of like, oh gosh, we didn't even realize how much we needed this. Um, but the the people in the in the implementation process were just fantastic. They were great in making sure that we felt comfortable with the dashboard. They were great with making sure that we felt comfortable answering patient questions, because the patients were going to have questions. Um, and I mean, it was just super easy. Um, it took. It was. It was. The people within your organization really took a lot of the stress off of us. And I don't even think that there was probably any stress that was needed, but we definitely didn't feel like we were carrying it, um, during that process and even still, so
0: that's great. That's great. Thanks. Thanks so much for, for sharing that. And, and certainly, uh, glad, glad that was, was the case. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Patient Revenue Podcast presented by ClearWave. And thanks to Daniel Chatham for being our guest today. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to like and subscribe to our channel wherever you get your podcasts. You're always up to date on all of the latest content. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.